Hey, it is me, the Fanny Pack Kid Cal Hero, three-time Rush Division champion, and you are listening to the one and only OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast in Ohio about wrestling. My name is Jack Oaks. I'm joined today, as always, by Brian Hines. Good afternoon. And it's a Thursday in the feed. You know what that means. We're sitting down with a very special guest. This Thursday, we are sitting down with Linda Kay. Linda Kay, how are you? I am doing tremendous. I'm very excited to be here. We're glad to have you. We're very glad to have you. You're a very busy woman, so we're glad that you could sit down with us on this uh, Thursday afternoon here in the feed. Before we get into anything else, we're going to have some... Bourbon, some mystery bourbon that uh, mystery drink. What is what is his name? Our our daily bourbon. Chad. Yeah, my daily bourbon. My daily bourbon. You can find him on Instagram. His first name is Chad. He dropped this off for us, and I think me and Brian will be appearing, doing a little uh, synergy on his social medias here soon. So look out for that, guys. That at, is the word. at my daily bourbon. But before we do anything else, cheers to OVW, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Podcast. Unofficially. It smells delightful. Mm. It's good. So one of the big questions that I always like to ask Linda here at the top of the show, I think it's a, it's a general question, but I think it's an important question for our listeners to know. How did you end up at Ohio Valley Wrestling? <laughs> well, being a lifelong wrestling fan, um, anytime it came to town, whether it be WBF mm-hmm. um, or some of the smaller um, local indie promotions, I would always try to go. Um, I didn't, like growing up, my parents didn't really take me to many, but my right. older sister finally did. Um, my first live event was actually for WWF, which was King of the Ring at 1996, Mecca Arena, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's a big one. That is the yeah, Stone Cold Steve that. Austin one, right? The, the, the birth of 316, yeah. yeah. Yes. What was it like to be in the crowd for that? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, I was, I was still pretty young at the time, but I mean, not too young, but young enough that it, I was, uh-huh. you know, nosebleed seats, but it was my first taste of a live event and knowing like, this is something that sometime in life, if the you know universe gels and it allows me the ability to be a part of mm-hmm. it'd be awesome so um with that um fast forward a couple years later and i met uh, my great friend dave hero a, a person of, we hear a lot about around yes. here a wonderful fanny pack kid cal hero one of our favorites yes mm-hmm. um this is a funny story, and um, if you want me to just get into a little bit of detail on it right now, or do we want to... No, let's do it. Yeah, yeah whatever you want to do. That's sure. Dave and I have shared, so um, it, it is, this is a true story. So, uh, many moons ago, um, back in the Attitude Era, and this is giving away my, my age here. Um, 25. Yes, exactly. Legal enough to have some of this. <laughs> um, there was a local radio contest to try to find... Um, some of the uh, valets, if you will, for the Godfather. Okay. Oh, yes. The Godfather's va- Those valets. valets. Yeah, Those valets. Train. It was the Attitude Era. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And um, I wanted to be a part of that. And I went to the radio uh, promotion at a local nightclub. I may or may not have been a legal age. I mean, it was at least 18. Let me, right, let okay. me clarify no, sure. that. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But maybe not a legal age. Drinking age. I mean... Who knows, right? No, um, no, I was, I was. Just it was the '90s. It was a wild it was the, time. Yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was the attitude well, era. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I did not win the contest, which was fine. Uh-huh. But with that, I met a great, you know, longtime friend of mine, David Hero. So, I, as I mentioned, a big part of mm-hmm. um, just being involved with wrestling because at the time he did run um, a 
wrestling or sports um, apparel store, but yeah. also had memorabilia store. Yeah, yeah. but also right. it was called Hero Sports Page, and um, he at the time also had a lot of the legendary um, stars of wrestling at the time mm-hmm. coming in to do autograph signings, um, including. Mick Foley, who is a big part of OVW right now. Yeah, so, absolutely. So um, that being said, um, again, lifelong friend. So I mean, like, life, pretty much lifelong. Cal's been a lifelong friend because I've, I've known Dave before Cal was born. Sure, So yeah. um, <laughs> that being said, um, just kind of got to then go to some more shows. Mm-hmm. And over the years, just going to more and more shows, I also you know, became a big fan of um, Dave's local promotion, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. Right. Um, and then a couple years down the line, you know, knowing that I wanted to be a bit more involved with wrestling, mm-hmm. Dave kindly offered if I wanted to ring announce mm-hmm. some of his shows um, back in Wisconsin. And I was like, absolutely not really sure what I'm doing at first, but I get the gist. Obviously, I watch wrestling and sure. just going to the local right. shows. Um, and that would have been, oh gosh, I mean, I want to say over 10 years ago by now. And again, keep in mind, it's not like it's every week, but mm-hmm. like doing the local shows and just being more involved in the industry. Um, fast forward then to January of 2021, best friend of Dave Hero, Uncle Al Snow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, we already kind of been talking about, you know, if I could be more involved and, you know, get another scale, get in a bigger um, platform, yeah. if you will, to ring announce. And, you know, I was like, yeah, come on out and try it out, see how it goes. And so since January of 2021, um, I've been coming down to Louisville on a regular basis Getting my, you know, getting get your feet, feet wet, wet a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sharpening my skills um, on this platform, learning how live TV works, yes. and just getting to expand this lovely, wonderful wrestling family. And um, so that's how I got into OVW. So just a little over three years. Congratulations. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was the Nightmare Rumble. That was my. Really? First okay. Event. Yeah. yeah, I think I I was there had to have been the 2021 one because that was, was right back after. when it came back. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, the uh, but that ring announcing is not the only thing you spend uh, your time like working on the mic with. You host radio in Wisconsin. Um, I was part of some shows. Um, okay. Back back in Milwaukee. So at one point with the Pro Wrestling Report, <laughs> got to mention that. So that was another um, sure. program that I was a part of back in Wisconsin with mm-hmm. Dave Hero and our great friend Damian Nelson, who created uh, the Pro Wrestling Report back in 1998. Okay. Um, they kindly offered for me to, you know, if I had interest in joining on, and that would have been, I believe, 2010. Okay. Um, so we, at least when I came on, started off doing more um, the um, public access television okay. with talking about wrestling news, opinion, events. Um, the Pro Wrestling Report grew. We were doing um, local events. We were doing our awesome, and I miss this so much, our annual shenanigans party every weekend of WrestleMania. Okay. I've heard about this. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I haven't been privy to this. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. We don't have to PWR go into it here. Comes back. <laughs> no, no, if PWR comes back, hopefully maybe... It could be a future one-off party at a future meeting. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I can't speak for no, absolutely the guys, not. Sure. but um, if you've been a part of it, and it is something historic. If you, it was the party to be at every year at WrestleMania. It brought in a lot of people um, within various promotions sure. that could attend and fans, and it was just one of those things where it was, you know, like just like even without the shenanigans party, every year when I go to WrestleMania, it's a reunion of fans from around the world that you just happen to see at events. Again, we had our regulars that attended the shenanigans party. Mm-hmm. And, so but that being said, I'm going to rewind a little bit. So when I joined Pro Wrestling Report, it started off as public access television. And then um, doing, at the time, it was like blog talk radio. We had our Monday Night Meltdown show, post-raw and all that good stuff. And then we also um, had a 
weekly live show through the ESPN affiliate in Milwaukee. So every Monday night after Raw, it was um, myself, Damien, and David at the time. We had other people from the show, but at the time it was the three of us um, that would talk about Raw live yeah. on ESPN Milwaukee. Um, so then we also then um, landed a deal with um, one of the network television stations, um, My24 Milwaukee, where we had the primetime slot Saturday nights. And this ran after Ring of Honor every Saturday night in our local Milwaukee affiliate. Oh, okay. cool. And then at 10 p.m. Central was PWR. So we had uh, our TV show as well. Well, so you already knew that the most hardcore wrestling fans were there. Hopefully they would stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was one, it was one of a kind. It was very unique. We, I mean, yeah. and just, you know, just thinking about it in retrospect, I'm like, we did all that, and we were just doing something we loved, which is talking wrestling, which is what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Right oh, definitely. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how we play at our house, yeah. I guess I was just wondering, was like broadcasting something you wanted to do before wrestling? Actually, yeah. So I did go to school for um, my degrees in journalism, mass comm, and two sub-majors. One was broadcast journalism, and the other was advertising PR. Okay. So I was kind of doing a little mix of both. Um, when I graduated, I had a great full-time job um, with the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, wow. I was a straight civilian, but still, it's sure. another aspect. I had a um, military family, so it was cool doing that. Fit but, right in. Yeah, but then when I, um, what helped me fulfill that, that media, that radio and TV aspect was um, working part-time promotions at um, good old Laser 103 in Milwaukee. I was one of the original Laser Rock Girls. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, wow. a, lot That's of, awesome. uh, a lot of like... ACDC on this station? Yes, at the yeah. time it was Active Rock, so yeah. it was a mix of everything. Okay, okay. So, okay. Um, but before that, my internships, I um, I did want to do TV, so I, I did, well, I did a little bit of a public radio as well, just mm-hmm. to kind of learn how to report the news in general. And then I also um, had an awesome TV news and sports internship at our local Fox affiliate where I got to cover Brewer games, Bucks games. Oh, wow. Hockey. We had a soccer team at the time. So I, I have, you guys, I swear I've lived many lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the type of stuff we like to get into. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. I don't know this stuff because it, it's, right. it's a lot to kind of go through if we like actually, unless we actually sit down and talk right. about all this stuff. Well, so. in, at OVW too, you know, you speak in 30 seconds. You know, so it's yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to get to, to know you. Having said that, though, you are beloved in, in the Davis Arena. Oh. Like people, people really, it's, it's kind of, I think that it speaks a lot to Davis arena that even the ring ring announcers and the the commentary team get received as big as the national champions do. Like, what is it, (laughs) what is it like to work in, in, in a, in a space like that where it's just, it seems like the fans are there to support you guys. You guys are there to support the fans. What's that like? I mean, it feels amazing. And I mentioned family before Mm -hmm. and I'm not just, you know, speaking of the, the, the guys and the ladies in back, but it's also you guys being there every week, your support, and a lot of our regular fans at Davis Arena, and yeah. just, you know, whether, I mean, I may not know everybody's names, but you know everybody's faces. Sure. I, I get the right. hugs from the kids, I get the high fives and the fist bumps with, you know, we have our regulars all around ringside, and I mean, it, it just feels great. It makes it feel like it's not even work, you know. When you do something, I'm yeah. sure you've heard this from a, a lot of us that have yeah. come on to the podcast, it doesn't feel like work, it's just something you enjoy doing that yeah, you want to do. And if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yep. That's what Thank they you. That's what and they tell me. Yes. You're you're right about the uh it's not just the people in the back, it's the crowd. Like we were there in attendance uh for the most recent episode and there were people that I'm used to seeing all the time and got concerned because I didn't see them right yeah, away. That's like weird, isn't it? Keith, <laughs> I, I I like Keith a Shout lot. Shout out to Keith. Shout out to Keith <laughs> and uh uh, after I finally got in and got seated and, you know, there was 
uh, a lull between matches, and I, I got to looking around. I thought, oh, man, I don't, I don't see Keith here. And I, I was kind of worried, like, you know, is, is Keith all right? We were just talking on Facebook the other day, and then, you know, three-quarters of the way through, it's like, oh, yeah, he's sitting right across from me. There was just too much other stuff going on, and then I got to talk to him afterwards. But it is very much like a, a family atmosphere there, you know, like all the – the people that you see week after week, you know, the kids, like you said, uh, and that's something that I think that uh, makes OVW truly uh, special. Yeah, the, I have a, the I like I've the been most. bringing a couple friends that are not wrestling. They, mm-hmm. they didn't, I mean, for lack of a better, they thought it was like UFC, what, what I was like going to watch every weekend. Uh-huh. Um, so, and they didn't, that's just because they didn't really know that pro wrestling was pro wrestling, it, that it wasn't, you know, a real fight. And the, they were nervous about going. They were nervous about crowds. They're like, you know, and I just said, look, this is like Bonnaroo or something. I was like, this is everybody's on the same page here. Everybody's looking out for each other. Everyone's supporting each other. I was like, this isn't like going to any other sporting event or any other like uh, concert or play or movie or anything else that you've ever been to. Like, this is a place where people are there to have your back like if you fall down, people are there to pick you up. And I know that sounds a little dramatic, but it's true. And it's that's not that way at every every crowd but it is that way almost every single time davis arena and that is like truly truly really special speaks a lot to what you guys are able to build every week yeah i mean even those shows i do back home some some of my friends that you know like we want to come see you they they, and they're always just like what the first question is it like like wwf like that kind of stuff and they mention hogan yeah sure just stuff that they remember from their childhood and i'm like Yes, on a different scale. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But, Similar, so, but, but different. Yeah. But yeah. even those that don't even watch it, they just want to come support, and they see it, and every single one of them always say yeah. at the end, "That was the most fun I've ever had." Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my another one of my friends who uh, we've been friends since high school, and I take him to all the wrestling stuff. He lives in Nashville, so there's a lot of stuff that comes through there that I want to see. I'm just like, I'll buy your ticket, whatever. <laughs> the two most shows he's had the most fun at and he's seen it all is ovw and gcw and i really do think it's because ovw runs such a tight fun easy to follow show and then it's hard to compete with gcw when it's like light tubes and Mm -hmm. you know four five four you know like but as he's a not not a wrestling fan and it's the two those are the two things that i know just watching his reaction and the way he talks about those are two things he enjoys the most and they are on complete opposite sides of the wrestling spectrum i just think that's really i think it's really really uh great i think it's really really cool because a lot of a lot of wrestling brands, big, smaller, in the middle, couldn't build what OVW does week in and week out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you guys being right here regularly, you see, you've seen the growth. You've seen right. the recent changes. It, it's and I wanted amazing. To ask you about that. And just, I mean, just with our production and just the product we give, I mean, that's what's yeah. so fulfilling about it, just being a part of whether, you know, you've known somebody on, mm-hmm. you know, on, on their current roster for a couple of years or brand new. Like, we're really stepping up our game and really trying to better you know, I mean, ourselves. And I mean that in a, in a great way. Like right. we, we oh, yeah. It's quite best. noticeable, and I wanted, especially like in the last month or so. Definitely. I wanted to ask about that, too, because you, you mentioned you get there in 2021, and you're just like, you. I believe you said something to the effect of, I'm looking for an opportunity in the wrestling industry, kind of get my name out there, get more experience, TV experience, live TV experience. And then OVW becomes what it is now. Three years in, OVW becomes something that I don't know if, I think a lot of people would have hoped for, but I don't think anybody could have imagined. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like to have been there through that growth period? I mean, it's been awesome just growing mm-hmm. as well. And um, I mean, there's, it's just been, it's been a roller coaster ride, but, but every time it's like, we're, we're still climbing up yeah. that hill, that roller coaster, right? So um, 
I guess like what has just been so awesome and just thinking about everything in retrospect is where like how things were um mm. at the time I mean just like production for me like obviously yeah that's a big aspect of what the shows are for me each week sure. or is you know like learning like to be having the earpiece and learn you know there's so much like yeah. in the one just thinking about when I watch no you can get in the nitty-gritty TV, too if like, you want. Up. yeah like you know you don't Think about you see the refs with like their pieces or you know the announcers like you don't see that they have one but yeah. there's so much to that at the time I was just like okay well I will learn I'm brand new here mm-hmm. um, I mean a few people there and everyone was so kind welcoming in and just um, I think starting off I think what it was was just me doing a few backstage interviews um, and I think it was um, with uh, my friend Callie hi there and then also it was um, with Jesse Goddard's and I, I've known Jesse just from shows that. Um, you've done like in the past too so that made me feel comfortable and it was just fun doing that because like in the you know shows I do back home it's not tv so it's like we don't really do those interviews but because you know I have some interviewing backgrounds just from school and from what we're doing with PWR I'm like this is pretty awesome and just again watching you know a lot of WB and then you know other promotions but that was WB has always been my you know was it intimidating to kind of be forced to grow alongside OVW's rapid growth? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a lot of learning. So yeah, so I yeah, it was Nightmare Rumble, and then I, I want to say the that week's live TV. The time we were still doing Tuesday night, so I, I stayed in town and did that. And I think just off the spot, like I, Eric Cornish, my ringside tag the voice team partner, of the valley. Yep, right there Lover. on the wall. Um, I think at the time I don't know if he was good guy. He was um, good guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it was available that night, so it was me and um, we had Stephanie and Stephanie as well um, doing um, the show on our own, and it was like my second show in and running like TV. They're like, everyone in the back like, and, oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. I like seeing yeah, that yeah, because be that fine. is true. Everything will be all right. You'll be fine. Yeah. Obviously, that pushes you to really learn on the fly too, sure. but. Um, but even then, too, just like if, if you know, again, we, we were just still in a big learning phase. So if things didn't always go right, it's okay. You just, as long as you get the show going, keep it moving. We always finish the show. Yeah. Um, and then you just work to better yourself the next one or you learn more, like, just what to do. But, that, I mean, that was awesome. I mean, I, I the fact that I was trusted enough to just run it. Granted, like, I, I've known Al and, you know, some of the yeah, crew and back yeah. for a while, but... This is only my second time here learning TV, but you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, and you I got think, this. I wanted yeah, we to finish the show, so uh, we, went, we were fine. I'm glad you mentioned that word trust because that was eventually, that was immediately the word that came to my mind. It's like to even be backstage there and then to immediately be put in, thrust into a very important role. That's like, that's a trust that you earned uh, pretty easily, it seems like. But it also seems like in OVW or in wrestling in general, sometimes that, that trust, it's very hard to earn and then it's very easy to lose, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's got to be intimidating when you're the new kid on the block doing something you've never done before. Yeah, no. And shout out to AJ McKay as well. I mean, what a huge yeah, part in yeah. helping make the product I mean, with production and his voiceover work. My goodness. So he was a great help in that transition for me as well. So working closely with AJ and Eric we, and everybody else. But just like when I first started, like I just, we worked like very closely together. And sure. They, me they helped you well, along. Yeah, cause I, and, and, and you know, Eric and AJ can, can attest to this, that I, I ask a lot of questions, but that's not a bad thing. No, no. Well, he's a good guy to ask. Yeah. He's a good guy. So yeah. thanks for patience with that. <laughs> what, uh, what do you think is next for OVW? What do you see? 
Well, I mean, just like, getting bigger and bigger. Like, I mean, just over the years, like, just kind of get back to that question, just like sure. how things have grown and, you know, the first couple of years, like we, we do our show, that I've been there, um, we do the show. You never knew what the attendance was necessarily each week, but you just go out there, you give it, you know, 100 plus percent yeah. and you just perform whether it's as if you're performing in front of one person or five to 500 it doesn't matter exactly yep. so um obviously you know i don't know if you're going to ask about wrestlers on netflix if that's coming up but that definitely helped boost um some of the attendance as of late and as well as just bringing in people from not just around the country but we've had people from around the world trying you know coming in to see yeah, that's true for the yeah. first time yeah. um and it's it's shown um by every metric not just your in-house but your social media engagements are yes. through the roof like it's it's gone every metric netflix uh wrestlers on netflix kind of opened up the gates for you guys but yeah. it wasn't because you guys were making a bad product before right right it just opened up people's eyes to what yeah. was that already they, going they just on didn't know about it yeah and now that there's you know uh, an international exposure to it and i mean that's that's nothing but great for you guys like we're there like all the time yeah. and they always ask so who's from some place that's not kentucky mm-hmm. or indiana and i think last night there were people from california and arizona yeah the guys were right yeah. around nothing i, I, I right, said this right. i turned around before i was announcing somebody and i was like I just think your story is unique because there were um four gentlemen from it was they went to high school together yeah, right it was like they're 50 or like almost was it 50 year, like something high school thing like it was just like they're they're yeah, yeah get together was to come to see OBW, but they you know flew in you had california arizona right chicago yeah. i believe as well so i was just like like that's awesome but but also to, to your question again yeah. just just now that um being a part of this and you know while we're putting on i mean an amazing product bigger and bigger and just better and more improving yeah uh, more improved excuse me um each week as we move along but um you know there's still stuff that we can always improve on too so at this point with the transition you can see like we're still we're bettering our craft but we're still it's it's cool seeing how and being a part of we're still moving up yeah yeah. i mean you guys being there we can see Uh, that too and you can really just really learn to appreciate that even more and unlike you know every other sport there's not three months of the year where you can go in and do a bunch of renovation uh, yes. and have right. it have it show, you know, the nature of wrestling is no off season. <laughs> the nature of wrestling is we have to have this done by 625 on a Thursday night to have people walk in the and, door. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's just a little, it's just a little different. And I don't think that, you know, a lot of people take into effect that about wrestling is that changes have to happen incrementally because you don't have, a year, you know, three months out of a year, four months out of a year to destroy the whole staff, bring back all new people, yeah, re- no renovate the ballpark. Yeah, it's 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 wrestling's in a unique uh, spot of being, you know, as you know, a sport and a uh, television show at the same time. Well, yeah, and then and I can't speak um, for much of the renovations. I was not in town much, but for our our, our talent and staff and crew, it was all them. Then, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how much people realize that. I mean, you know, when you go to shows, you see, you know the tearing down on the ring from our talent and whatnot but a lot of what was done to davis arena that that's well i, I, know. I would say us but i honestly like i guess i can't take credit for it i was right, not in town right. but um i know when we went when we were lucky enough to go and we interviewed cash flow i think we walked in and he had a hammer in his hand yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i get the feeling that he was pretty handy he with was, the uh, construction he work. was waiting he was waiting on us but while he was waiting on us he said well if i have five minutes i'm going to use this five minutes to work and that's that and a snapshot is everyone at OVW, really. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. You know, I'm going to take the 
I'm going to take any opportunity I can to make this place better, to make myself better, to make us all better and do what we do for the fans week in and week out. I think that that's, I think it shows. And in a lot of wrestling, big, small, or otherwise, it just doesn't. It just doesn't a lot of the time. And I think that I'm so glad that OVW has had the last year that it's had so that wrestling fans or not wrestling fans can see what OVW brings to the table. Mm-hmm. what all of you guys do every week yeah and then um we're you know just we just announced a few tour dates as mm-hmm. well i mean that's yes. showing some more growth and expansion as well to um other audiences maybe not necessarily just in the ohio valley area but you know who knows and, where it could take us just to you know we, again we have that other exposure but yeah we have our mm-hmm. you know live tv show each and every thursday night we have our pay-per-views um now we have it accessible like our thursday nights just live on facebook or through the obw youtube channel as well but um you know getting that exposure and you know possibly seeing us in your town sometime soon and seriously if you have never been to an obw show if you are from out of state or if you're from in state if you're from wherever go to the obw show at davis arena so eric cornish can ask you where you came from and how far you had to travel <laughs> and b if they're coming no, to, if they're coming to your town go because yes. OVW shows are the most fun shows, period. They just are. They just are. Just easy going, easy going good wrestling. It's, it's I mean, unbeatable. The, the entertainment value, too. Yeah. Like, it, this is pro wrestling. You're going to get some fun. You know, like, growing up, everyone was like, oh, is it like a male soap opera? That's what, you know, I would always say. I mean, yeah. yeah kind <laughs> yeah. of. It doesn't have to be male soap opera. It's just because now we have the audience is not, you know, not primarily no. male. I mean, I've been going again back in the day when... Sure. Back back like, in the day, yeah. it was almost all you know guys, but it's it's then, a different and day and a different age. <laughs> and now I, it's like wrestling is for everybody. Yeah. 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 There's nobody that it it couldn't appeal to. The male soap opera thing. I I when I was in college and I was in like arts administration and I would always write like, who do you want to intern for? I'd write like OVW and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, finally my teacher was like, you know, I think you might be in the wrong. Uh, you know, major, because it seems like you want to go into like sports. And I was like, no, that's not like the wrestling I like. I like the, and I hated saying, I hated having it leave my mouth. I like the male uh, soap opera style. And she goes, oh, oh yeah, then no, totally. Yeah, we can work on that. And I was just like, (laughs) it just like killed me because I guess she thought I was a complete moron too for the last two and a half months that everything I would write would be like, they do television and they do this. And I'm like, no, it's an art. It's art. I promise. They make costumes. (laughs) (laughs) Linda Kay, you're on this other podcast. I want to talk about that just momentarily. It's called the Ringside Podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a great podcast. That's all we're going to say about it. Can you plug all the rest of your social media? Yeah. So um, I do have my website, lovelylindak.com. And that is um, what my name is back home um, for GLCW. Mm-hmm. David um, or our um, DJ for the shows would bring me out as, please welcome the lovely Linda K. So that's how that came about. So that's perfect. It's lovelylindak.com. Um, I have um, stuff on there, kind of like I went a little bit about you know what I discussed with you about my upbringing and mm-hmm. well I didn't know I didn't really get too detailed on that but you can go and check out and be like about me uh, portion. Oh, yeah. um, we did just, yesterday on the way there because well, okay. we had an interview and we have to prepare <laughs> well, because we're journalists so, and yeah, stuff. Exactly. See, well, yes, are we? I know yeah. I got you because I was doing my journalistic work too. Right. Um, so you can learn a little bit more about me. I have um, some clips on there just from some announcings. I, I over the years I've had some in ring work. I've 
refed a couple times on some unique opportunities at Blizzard Brawl. Um, yeah. It's um, GSW's big show um, in Waukesha, Wisconsin every year. I met um, mixed tag team from not long ago. With Mr. Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, too. By the way, like, Cal has um, helped me learn some things that every time I would have to um, have either a match or just, like, if I was preparing for yeah. a possibility of um, being in the ring for, uh, for something, um, Cal did show me a few things, so that's awesome. And then also... Um, for my first couple of matches, um, we have this annual show we do in Wisconsin, in Ashapin, Wisconsin, um, not too far from Milwaukee, but it's the annual Ashapin Fireman's Picnic. It's a huge event where the whole town mm-hmm. goes oh, to. Yeah. We have some fun shows. Um, I had my first like singles match in there, which ended up um, turning into a tag match where it was a six-person tag. So uh, it was myself, Cal, and Val Venus. <laughs> Oh, wow. Nice. So so a little bit different of a tag team partner for Cal. Yes. Um. That, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was fun. Um, also um, doing some fun shows at Blizzard Brawl, like a match that I was roughing turned into a six-woman tag okay. uh, match where wow. um, it was myself, Sierra, um, and ODB was oh, – ODB was, was – no, no, she was – because we had, then we, I think then we had Daniel Spencer from OVW, senior official. Yeah. Oh, wow. In, um, the official. The official. As official. Yes. Yeah, so it was myself, Sierra from Milwaukee. She's awesome. You've seen her in OVW as well, perhaps. She was just back at the um, Women's Nightmare Rumble. Right. Um, and then and, and ODB. All versus, time all time great. Versus Raven Radix. Um, great name um, in the Wisconsin, in Milwaukee and Wisconsin area. Um, as well as Hollywood Haley J. Yeah, we know oh, her. Oh, yeah. yeah. We sure do. <laughs> and... The one and only, the professor, professional wrestling, Serena Deeb. Oh, so, really? Wow. Yeah, so um, that was, I mean, talk the, about yeah, getting yeah, to work That is a big deal. <laughs> she ever. is the professor. Two people yes. I didn't know I wanted in the ring together versus each other were Serena Deeb and ODB. Like, I never thought about that. You but keep now I saying ODB and I keep thinking, oh, dirty bastard. That's her name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. No, no, she's, she's like one of the, the great Im- impact knockouts, like one of the great. No, I meant like the rapper. Oh, yeah. No, um, no. Not, not, not the person who likes it wrong. Yeah. So that was a, a Blizzard Brawl a couple of years ago. No, seriously. That's so, a, like that, that, that's, stacked. Stacked. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, got to be in that match. So that, that was awesome. Um, and then just some, some other matches, you know, here and there throughout that I, I've gotten to do. Um, and then I want to say... Me and Cal tagged another match. I can't. I'm blanking right now. Maybe it's from some of this. I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> means it's of, good, Chad. I mean, yeah. outside of um, us recently um, tagging at OVW a couple months ago, that I, I haven't. You, oh, I don't, I don't think true. you have any idea how badly we wanted you to kick the shit out of Adam, Adam Revolver. Revolver. Yeah. Adam. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, the, the torture that excuse me that Adam put us through, and, and you know, not just Cal, but yeah. the whole broadcast here, and then Shannon too. I mean. Shannon, me and Shannon have had yeah, yeah for I, a while. That's I've I think I've seen you kick the shit out of Shannon personally. I would I, like to see you kick the shit out of Shannon. Watch back I, the I uh, was, first ever Women's Nightmare Rumble. Yeah, which would have been 2022. Yeah, so that well even before that, the time Shannon just talking down on the women of OVW and then uh, somehow snuck his way into the Women's Nightmare Rumble mm-hmm. unknowingly. That that, that I sounds was about right. Number twelve. As an entrant, I remember this because I announced to myself. <laughs> Got in the ring. And did you out. have to announce thirteen as well? That's like no. <laughs> did you have to time, run back out? Eric and you weren't like in the middle of giving somebody a beat down and had to like go in and announce the next people, yeah, did you? No, but um, I did get one elimination, which was Shannon. Hey, hell yeah! It. And then next, he deserved um, it. We had uh, uh, Kelsey, um, Tulsa Tornado. Great, great. She's 
she's awesome. Um, I was shortly eliminated after that, but hey. No, you got your you got your spot. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. That. <laughs> you did it. And also, on a side note, just um, you know, get, getting thrown out that top rope is another craft to learn too. For those who don't really, yeah. <laughs> I'm engineering work. There's there's a couple of things that you have done or that you do that I think anybody thinks they could do, and that's like. Not that it's just categorically not true, and it's like be on sports radio and take a bump. Like I think anybody thinks they could do those two things, and it is both of those things are extremely hard to do. <laughs> both of those things are extremely hard to do. Miss Linda Kay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank this you. Afternoon. Absolutely. Take care of yourself. Love you guys. Thanks for listening.